This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord, welcoming you to the latest edition of The Word of the Lord. I want to give a shout out today to uh, and three cheers for my congressman, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. I met Mike Lindell. He fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. And they are made in the good old USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time, because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow, regularly $69.98, for only $29.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best gifts ever. Twenty nine ninety eight for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March first, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and MyPillow Towel Sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. And I might add, as you probably know, there have been people out there trying to blacklist our friend Mike Lindell. And uh, it's totally un-American, unacceptable, and uh, I hope you stand up for him as, as I do. Okay, I want to give a shout-out, as I said, uh, to my congressman, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. Now, let me just begin with the wonderful fact that the New York Times is horrified by Scott Perry. Here's the Times headline. Pennsylvania lawmaker played key role in Trump's plot to oust acting attorney general. Among other things, the story says this about Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry. Quote, Washington, when Representative Scott Perry joined his colleagues in a months-long campaign to undermine the results of the presidential election, promoting stop-the-steal events and supporting an attempt to overturn millions of legally cast votes, he often took a backseat to higher-profile loyalists in President Donald J. Trump's orbit. It was Mr. Perry, a member of the hardline, don't you love the way the Times does this, hardline Freedom Caucus, who first made Mr. Trump aware that a relatively obscure Justice Department official, Jeffrey Clark, the acting chief of the Civil Division, was sympathetic to Mr. Trump's view that the election had been stolen, according to former administration officials who spoke with Mr. Clark and Mr. Trump. Mr. Perry's involvement is also likely to heighten scrutiny of House Republicans who continue to advance Mr. Trump's false and thoroughly debunked claims of election fraud. They're not debunked. Uh, even after President Biden's inauguration this week and as Congress prepares for an impeachment trial that will examine whether such talk incited the Capitol riot, unquote. Pardon me, but oh, the humanity. President Trump had had it up to his eyes with Washington insider bureaucrats at the Department of Justice playing their we hate the outside president game and was yet again determined to act. The nerve. And I might add, does anybody remember what the name of the Justice Department building is in Washington, D.C.? Yes, indeed. It's named for Robert F. Kennedy, 
who, as a matter of fact, was my childhood hero, but he was Attorney General of the United States for his brother, President John F. Kennedy. And his role, as now long recorded in history, was to act as the president's agent in the Department of Justice. And then, of course, more recently, we have one Eric Holder, Attorney General for Barack Obama. And what was Mr. Holder's description of his job? He said he was the president's wingman. So this notion that that the president of the United States, whomever that may be, instructing or talking to people in the Justice Department for this, that, or the other political reason is just horrifying and new and and terrible is, uh, frankly, bunk. Now, notice how the Times plays the game in that article. There is the reference to, quote, Mr. Trump's false and thoroughly debunked claims of election fraud, unquote. Uh, Newsflash? No, the Trump claims of voter fraud have not been, quote-unquote, debunked. And linking to an earlier Times article that spectacularly tries and fails to debunk the election returns in Pennsylvania, which is what the Times did, not to mention that uh, the Times completely ignores Pennsylvania's long-sorted history of voter fraud only underscores the point that Congressman Perry was making. For the record, in the very same 2020, year 2020, as the presidential election was unfolding, here was a headline in May from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Quote, South Philly judge of elections admits he took bribes to stuff the ballot box for Democratic candidates. Unquote. And two months later in July, there was this headline in the Inquirer, quote, a former Pennsylvania congressman caught in the 1970s abscam sting has been indicted again, this time for election fraud, unquote. And oh, yes, here's a favorite headline from the New York Times itself back there in 1994, quote, vote fraud ruling shifts Pennsylvania Senate. This gem of a story on a Pennsylvania state Senate election begins this way, quote, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under a massive scheme by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November. A federal judge today took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. In making such a sweeping move, the judge, Clarence C. Newcomer of Federal District Court here in Philadelphia, did for the Republicans what the election had not in a had not. It enabled them to regain control of the state Senate, which they lost two years ago. Judge Newcomer ruled that the Democratic campaign of William G. Stinson had stolen the election from Bruce S. Marks in North Philadelphia's 2nd Senatorial District through an elaborate fraud in which hundreds of residents were encouraged to vote by absentee ballot, even though they had no legal reason, like a physical disability or a scheduled trip outside the city, to do so. Unquote. Now, Suffice to say, Congressman Perry is more than aware of the voter fraud shenanigans that are a perpetual feature of the Pennsylvania Democratic Party. He has been a decided voice in standing up for the Constitution of both the United States and Pennsylvania. Along with seven other Pennsylvania Republican House members, he signed on to a statement that specifically listed the problems with the Pennsylvania election. One, accepting ballots past 8 p.m. on Election Day. Two, not properly requiring signatures to match those on mail-in ballots or requiring dates. Three, meanwhile, the matching of signatures was required at a polling site. Four, authorizing the curing of mail-in ballots with less than a 24 hours notice. Five, only some counties were informed and adhered to this order, leaving voters treated unequally from county to county. Six, authorizing the use of unsecured drop boxes, which is not permitted in statute. 
7. Prohibiting certified poll watchers overseeing the canvassing of ballots in Philadelphia. The Times says that Congressman Perry had been, quote, supporting an attempt to overturn millions of legally cast votes, unquote. No. No, no, and no. Decidedly not true. What Congressman Perry was doing was opposing the cancellation of millions of legally cast votes with illegally cast votes that were counted in direct violation of Pennsylvania law, exactly as that statement detailed with precision. The Times game continued, describing as a member describing him as a member of quote the Hardline Freedom Caucus, unquote, implying that for Perry and his caucus colleagues be standing up for freedom is some sort of, you know, <clears throat> ahem, far-right craziness. Then there is the slur that by standing up for the integrity of the Pennsylvania and American election system, this, quote, incited the Capitol riot, unquote. What bunk? Scott Perry, as the Times at least had the decency to note, is, quote, a retired brigadier general in the Pennsylvania Army National Guard and an Iraq war veteran, unquote. Yes, he is the exact opposite of someone who would incite an attack on the capital of the country where he serves, not to mention as the capital of the country he literally put his life on the line to serve in wartime. And while we're on the subject of mobs attacking the capital, do you recall this? I'm going to read this headline to you from uh, 2011. Short memory? Nancy Pelosi slammed as hypocrite for praising storming of Wisconsin State Capitol in 2011. The story begins, quote, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has been branded a hypocrite after comments resurfaced of her praising the storming of the Wisconsin State Capitol in 2011. Pelosi praised the incident as an, quote, impressive show of democracy in action, unquote, after up to 100,000 people stormed the building in protest of then-Governor Scott Walker's proposed bill to end collective bargaining for the majority of public workers, unquote. You got that? When 100,000 angry leftists storm a Capitol building, a state Capitol building in this case, and physically occupy it for days, Nancy Pelosi loved it. There were no New York Times stories that Pelosi was inciting a mob. But I digress. As I can personally attest, Congressman Scott Perry is someone of the highest integrity who is fearless about standing up for his constituents. And in this case, that means constituents who are likewise familiar with the dismal state record of voter fraud. The idea that we Pennsylvanians were supposed to sit quietly while voter fraud was ongoing is utterly unacceptable. So, here's to Congressman Scott Perry. Three cheers for his standing up to do the right thing. The very fact that the New York Times is upset with him tells his constituents, like myself, all we need to know. Thanks, Congressman Perry. Thanks. And to my faithful audience, thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out my website, The Jeffrey Lord. Until next time... Stay safe and be well.